0: Mike, turn your games down.
1: Hi, we moved to episode 222 of Games My Mom Found. I am Mike Hilberton, and who is in for a penny, in for the fucking pound with me tonight?
0: My name is Keith. I am from Florida. I have a <laughs> YouTube channel, Inside the Bunker. You'll have to watch the channel to find out why it's called that. It's very easy to find out. But I do appreciate you, Mike, for letting me join in on. What is it, 222 episodes? That's crazy. That's nuts. Well, 222
1: numbered episodes. There's over 450 episodes of this podcast. God. So
0: Congratulations. We're close to 500. That's awesome. That's awesome.
1: <laughs> I, only, I, I, do a, I do a regular weekly episode, which is a game, and then I do other side content, which are movies, comics, top tens, TV seasons, sometimes stuff like that, that I then sprinkle in throughout the weeks.
0: So. That's awesome. I was I was just talking to you off camera about um your God of War episode. I was just checking out on that and awesome stuff in there. I was I was very um impressed. I loved it. So it's great. I'm I'm really happy to be on the show. Well,
1: thank you. And we just found each other on Twitter so
0: I actually was having a hard
1: time finding people to talk about uh, the game, the Saboteur, which came out back in 2009. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's what 14 years old now. God, <laughs> <laughs> which is crazy. Yeah, I remember buying it day one. So that's that's. Yeah, that's how old I am. I didn't
1: buy this day one. I bought it a probably, my guess is 2010 Gamefly sale for like 10 or $15. Oh,
0: wow. Yeah, no, that's... I bought it. I, I, was a, um, I was a store manager, just backstory, store manager at GameStop for 18 years. So I like bought awesome. every new game that came out. <laughs> so I was like, oh, this game looks awesome. So I must buy this. Did you get out before
1: the fall? I did. I okay, did. Good. I've heard great things about the company in like in this era like 360 era and I've heard they went to shit like I mean what well, I've seen now like they I used to work with a guy who was a regional manager of GameStop so he he was mostly quiet but he would say stuff from time to time and it didn't sound Yeah.
0: Good. Yeah, no I was in the um electronics boutique days and then when they merged to GameStop I I was part of that merger and everything, but then I got out a few years ago. Let's just say that. But, yeah, things okay. have gone downhill since. Oh, yeah. No, I, I love the
1: company. I used to go every single week and pick up random games for 360. I mean, I'm assuming this was a game fly sale, but it could have been either a buy two get one free sale. I just, if I remember correctly, this game dropped pretty damn fast
0: it did it, it it was funny i actually i'm i'm looking at my cover i still have the physical copy of the game and i'm looking at it right now and on the cover it actually says ign.com's best of e3 winner 2009 which is shocking to me because it is such an underrated game in my opinion that it won like best of show for something it's probably one of their thousands of awards they give but you know they I mean. <laughs> used to do for e3 yes yes
1: yes exactly no i mean this game isn't talked about very much it unfortunately isn't even on steam anymore like i went I was gonna. I wanted to buy this on Steam. It wasn't on Steam, and then I'm like, okay, that's weird. I was actually about to sign up for EA Play for one month because it was cheaper to get a one month subscription than it was to buy this game in EA for twenty bucks. And I'm like, I don't really want to give EA money in the first place.
0: So, I, I don't blame. I don't blame you. I don't blame you.
1: I mean, Steam. I, I mean, sure, I would give them their 50, their little their twenty five percent cut of River's Hell. Steam gives them, and I would have been okay with it being in my Steam library. But actually, right before I went to go play this, targeted advertising <laughs> when I posted about this game about it uh sent me a GOG link and said, Hey, this is on sale for five bucks. And I said, Sold.
0: Got it. Mine.
1: <laughs> so I was happy. It saved me ten dollars. I mean, it saved me, I might have bought it, you know, it saved me money and I own it now on Gog, which I don't use much. But hey.
0: Yeah. And I mean, and the game's amazing. Like I remember playing it back in the day. And actually I playing through it again recently. I'm I'm glad I saw you on Twitter and saw your post and everything. It's got me <laughs> kind of reminiscing a little bit about like, oh man, this I forgot all about this game. I still own it. I have a huge video game collection, but it's just, you know what I mean? It's forget about things. Oh, of course. I mean, this game isn't really talked about much because
1: partly this is Pandemic's last game. They made this open world game and then they shuttered. I want to say it was pretty quickly after this or like right as it was releasing it. I don't remember the days, but I remember it, this was called a swan song. I remember it happening very quickly.
0: Yeah, because this, I, I don't know if this was their last game. Yeah, I, I forget. It was their last game. I it was their last game. Okay, yeah, because I know Mercenary is one and two, and then there was a rumor of a third one, and then they kind of went under before. That. I don't
1: think this sold very well. I mean, this—I mean, for those that don't know, it's an open-world game set in 1941. I think I should know this because it's—it starts off when Germany invades France. So you know, it's, you're right at the opening of that, and and the game, in my opinion, takes place because it looks like at the end when you're finished the game is near the end of when the Nazi occupation is ending in France, which is, I think, 43, 44? I should know this. But so just the way the game felt, to me, the game felt like it's taking place over the course of three years. It never says that, but that's how I
0: took it. I I agree with you on that. I think it's, missions happen so quickly and like you kind of, they don't do time. I mean, they have the time jump at the very beginning. Obviously, you're like background of the game, but yeah, explaining the main story, I think it's like three or four years yeah because yeah, just well'm
1: I'm, I'm a history buff which you don't you don't know probably but I love history and I know a lot about World War II So as I was playing this I was thinking about it like okay when did this this would have happened then just I mean because part of this I mean was true I mean they did have the atomic plan you know things like that you're doing in this game all line up well certain things with history I mean the French resistance was a thing I mean they had people that were fighting. You know the French army gave up pretty quickly. They they make a comment about the French army working for the Germans. That happened in the African coast. That that made me smile because that's a real thing.
0: Yeah. So the game is very historically accurate. See that I did not know. So I'm glad I <laughs> yes they am learning when
1: when Germany takes over France they take their military some of it and they have it fighting the British a little bit but doesn't last long. But that's what that because he makes a comment about that at one point and that's what it was. That's what that comment was too.
0: Okay. Okay, that makes sense.
1: So I mean, a, a brief thing that like nobody would like, but as a guy who loves World War
0: II history, I was like, aha! <laughs> but yeah, so. that's cool to know that they at least tried. You know what I mean? Like, tried to make it at least somewhat historically accurate. So yeah, I mean, the 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 I because you play an Irishman, right? Not Scottish. Yeah. I haven't. Yes. I beat this game yeah. Like, I, okay. Yeah, he's he's Irish.
1: Yeah. And having the Irish hate the British—I mean, that sounds right too, especially for 1940s. So that is what Sean Devlin,
0: I think. It was called, Devlin? <laughs> Yes, and my Irish accent is awful, guys. Sorry.
1: I thought about trying to do it, trying to practice it, and I did it in front of my wife, and she's like, "Yeah, don't, don't, don't do
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> don't even, do, don't even try."
1: Because I mean, as I was playing this game, like the dialogue is great. All the quips that he makes throughout the game—I mean, it's very quick to keep having things happen, and the way he talks, I really enjoyed it. I enjoy, the, the accent is great. I'm assuming it's an Irish man that, you know, is the voice actor.
0: Yeah, I didn't look that up, actually. I meant to do I didn't that either. beforehand. I was, like, curious. so Actually, I can kind of do in between us talking. But I was curious of that, too, because it's very authentic. And some of his phrases, like, one, can of piss or something? He says something that was, like, really made me laugh really hard. Like, that's just a very Irish, like, phrase that he says. And it, he does it a lot in the game. And I'm like, I've never heard that. But I, I'm like, no, that's probably a very Irish phrase. You know what I mean? So, Oh, and they shut
1: down November 17th is when the studio shut down. This game came out December 8th. Okay. So, so they so, shut this down before it even,
0: that's, okay, before the game even released. Oh, that's, okay. Shitty? So, so, so okay. yeah, that's very shitty. <laughs> so so, so Rob, Robin Atkin Downs did, which he was also the voice, exactly who he played, but yeah, he's a he's a prolific voice actor. He's not okay. Scottish or Irish, I don't believe, though, so it's interesting. You did a really good job, though. Yeah, no,
1: he did awesome. No, I, I really enjoyed it. And I mean, this is I mean, this is like your basic open world game at first from first glance. I mean, it had a lot of things that reminded me of GTA, but it does have things that make it stand out. Like, I don't play a ton of open world games anymore because I play a game every week for this podcast. So I, I tend to stay away from them. But I played a few. I played Infamous more recently, one and two. And this was something that I can't even really think of. But I really enjoyed the atmosphere of this game. I mean, as I said, I'm a history. So being able to be in 1940s France and fighting Nazis,
0: it just works so well for me. Yeah, I think, too, the um the like you said, the setting is amazing. I love the whole which I'm sure we'll get into the whole black and white, you yes. know, like like mo- motive of the game. I really it was like like to me, it was like Hitman, Assassin's Creed and Grand Theft Auto had a baby because there's so many. <laughs> Like, those three games are what I kind of got the most out of it, because, you know, you, you can obviously change, change clothes, you know, change outfits to basically infiltrate. You can, you know, dress up as a German to kind of go in between, you know, that's from Hitman. Grand Theft Auto, obviously, the whole driving around, running over people, shooting, and then obviously Assassin's Creed being able to climb buildings. And he's like Superman, basically. he can climb any building and do almost anything, which is crazy, but it, it but fits he, the game, you know?
1: But he climbs so slow, but I like it that it was slow. I like it that it was meticulous and you had to find ledges, you had to find things that he could climb on, and it wasn't like, I just played Infamous 2 recently, and he just scales a building like it's nothing. I'm like, this is nice, because this guy is not a superhero. He's just a race car driver who ends up getting caught up in this whole plot because he gets mad at a guy for a Nazi general, essentially, for screwing over his race, and he blows up his car, and then they (laughs) torture and kill his friend. So
0: Yeah, yeah. killing pretty, uh, what, unloads a whole clip into him, pretty much, so yeah
1: yeah <laughs> pretty violent. i mean it's they time. are violent in this yeah i mean but the climbing to kind of go back to that, like i like the fact that it wasn't like i really had to look where i could climb and things would highlight that you could climb up to like i thought that was a very cool
0: concept yeah like, i enjoyed sense. it it makes sense too like you said for the character because he's not a trained like assassin he's a mechanic and a race car driver you know what i mean like he's not yeah. a. He, and and it, it you have to suspend disbelief in any video game obviously i mean <laughs> while we're here but i i did enjoy the fact that i'm like okay this game i don't remember the park not not parkour but the climbing and everything i don't remember that when i played it originally and i'm like oh yeah this did have all those assets of the game
1: it has a, a lot of it but it never like this game it it doesn't it never felt like overwhelming for well in one case but not with the climbing the climbing always felt good like it wasn't Ever in a situation where I couldn't figure out what to do or anything, where, like, for at least for main stuff, there were a few optional things. I'm like, how the fuck do I get to this? But that was that was a me problem, not the game's problem.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I have to remember, too, like you said, the game is a 14 year old game. So you're like playing, I mean, this was what two console generations ago. So it's oh my, (laughs) it's It's hard to believe that, but yeah. I mean, it
1: crashed on me a couple times on PC, but not much. But that happens sometimes. I'm fine with that. But it, it mostly ran well, I didn't have very many issues with it.
0: Yeah, it still it holds up well too. I mean, it does look like an older game, but it's like you like. I think the whole art style of the game, the actual like graphics of having the black and white like motif for and uh, as you were saying, for those that don't know, you know, you basically start the game it's black and white, and then obviously as you liberate sections of the city, it gets into color, which is awesome. That's I thought that was a really cool design aspect. They haven't really done before.
1: No, and it works well because, like, when you're in an area that's Nazi-controlled, it's all black and white, and the the only thing that's in color are the red Nazi signs. And I really got a kick out of the way they did that because, like you're saying, as you liberate, well, usually there's less Nazi propaganda also, and everything's in color to show and there's more people, and it's easier to get away from them. Like, you know, because it follows Grand Theft Auto where you get an alarm and depending on how many, how high you get the alarm, how many people are at, what they're sending after you, and how far you gotta get away to get out of it, like, means mean, it's all follow, you know, all borrowed from Grand Theft Auto, and it, to me, it worked well in this. And I, I haven't played in Grand Theft Auto in a while, but I feel like this was more fun to me than like playing Grand Theft Auto Five. But one, I yeah. got to kill Nazis, so <laughs> I haven't played
0: Grand. I don't, I don't think I played Grand Theft Auto since launch. Whenever that launched, five launches ago, <laughs> right? you know, whenever it launched on what PS3, three
1: sixty. Oh, uh-huh, that was a long ago. Um,
0: but yeah, no, I mean, because the driving is a little bit, you know, took took a little bit of getting used to c- compared to like. It's a little janky. Yeah, but it's good. I mean, it still worked once you get used to it. But Yeah, I
1: mean, I had some issues when I first started playing, but the more as I drove the car and the more I got into it, I, I didn't have a problem ever getting around in this game after a little while. So I couldn't, like, I didn't even notice it. And yeah. I also love, the one thing I love about this game, I mean, I'm, I love when any game does this, it, it shows you on a map where to go on the road. Once you get into the car, okay, follow this line to get
0: to where you need to go. And I'm I'm always for that. I do love that. Yeah, I hate Games that don't, it just kind of shows you like a little arrow on the map and you're just trying to kind of head towards that arrow. No, I do enjoy that because it's kind of like having a GPS in what, 1941 or whatever, but that's, that's <laughs> yeah. okay. I'm, I'm okay with that.
1: Well, I mean, it helps so much. I mean, I, I think Grand Theft Auto 4, maybe. I know Grand Theft 3 did not do that in the old ones, but I i don't, I can't, I haven't like I said, I haven't played enough open world games to be able to really speak to that.
0: Yeah, this is the first, I guess, GTA esque type game that I've played in a long time. Yeah, I think since uh, Mafia. I want to say oh, Mafia yeah. Three or Ma- I, I want to say it was the last one I actually okay, played. Okay, I played two. That's also a good game. Yeah, those those I are also, a, those are excellent.
1: Never played Mafia Mafia Three yet. Like another thing with this game that I want to bring up is that also to the, so the Grand Theft Auto thing is you can steal cars and you park cars in your garage just like in Grand Theft Auto Three, and then you can yeah. unlock that car and use it whenever you
0: want. Yeah. No, and that that was a cool. That I like that because if you do have a car you like, I've always liked that in any game where you. Where you have that customization option to be able to kind of like make the game how you want. Like I want to keep this car forever and this is what my car and yeah. I enjoy it when they give you that option. So that was an awesome feature of the game. And you can set your getaway car
1: to whatever car you want it to be. I never used that feature very often because I was too busy. Just I would just steal whatever car was there
0: and take that and run.
1: I, I never really bothered to like use the getaway
0: car. Yeah. I never really called on any help in the game. <laughs> and what's funny is because that is an option, you know, later ish kind I of in once can kind of yeah and i never i never really utilized it much it was not something i you don't need to i mean i did yeah. play this game on easy, but i didn't i didn't feel like i needed
1: it. i only used it once i think it was just because i could and i was like fuck it i gotta fight anyway for some mission so we'll just
0: have people come out and join me yeah it's, i forget about it I, when, most games like that unless it's something that's like really really super helpful i always forget about that feature and i always use it a little bit and then i'm like eh, i don't want to i don't need that i just want to solo shoot everything i mean that's what i i mostly did
1: I would just kill everyone I could. I didn't even use hiding spots very much in this game. Like many open world games, if you have an alarm, you can go to a certain place as long as no one sees you go there and then you can reset the alarm. Like you yeah. can go in women's houses.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's how I play games pretty much. It sounds like we probably play games the same way where I uh-huh. try stealth at the beginning and then I just end up guns blazing by the end of it. <laughs> stealth didn't didn't last long for me, unfortunately. <laughs> I would try, but I would just, it would
1: I'd get seen a lot. I mean, my one of my favorite things to do stealth would I had a silenced pistol in this game for a while. So what I do is I would go to a place, pull out the of pistol, shoot as many people as I could before they before they could blow the whistle and set the alarm. Mm-hmm. And that was my stealth because sneaking up on people doesn't really work very well in this game. I felt like like they see you pretty quickly and they're like, "What are you doing here?"
0: So yeah, it's, it's true. It, it doesn't work well. That's why. I was, yeah, I I would try like I would be like, "Okay, I'm gonna try to stealth this area," and then I would end up you know after five minutes being like, "You know what? Never mind. I'm just gonna go guns blazing," or I get seen and the alarm sounds and. All that. That's usually how stealth games go, which is why I'm not a huge Hitman fan. I i, I understand the draw of it, but I'm not a huge Hitman fan because I cannot do stealth for more than five seconds.
1: I can in some mechanics. This mechanic was hard for me because even when you crouch, like they have a sneak button, you sneak, You just they all of a sudden are paying attention to you. Like It doesn't work well. Yeah.
0: What's with that Irishman going
1: around I mean, the streets? <laughs> even when you're in a uniform, like you can't, because I would get a Nazi uniform, you still, like, you can't get close to people. And it's not until you unlock one because you have perks in this game, which we haven't talked about yet, where you unlock different things. As you as you complete certain skills, you unlock you unlock skills that you complete challenges. I sh- that's how I should word it. And one of them is to set explosives while you're in uniform. You don't set off an alarm. Yeah. But I never got yeah. that.
0: Yeah. I, I was going to say, I'm trying to remember which perks I even unlock. I, I beat it about a few weeks ago and I've already seen a lot of them, but <laughs> I'm playing so many different games right now. I've played like three other games since I beat this. So <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's. I, I'm trying to you know, I'm watching a, a video because I don't remember all of it. It one thing that I, I that with the climbing that the game does very well is that buildings you need to go up a lot of times will have gutters. If you can find the gutter, you can easily just scale it without any issue.
0: Yeah. And then um your base of operations too. I've had a hard time trying to find the entrance for that where you have to parkour up the building, and I'm like, shouldn't there be an easier way to get into this building? I don't understand. <laughs> like I never I parkoured imagine. up it. I just yeah. walked in through the door. Yeah, there was an I think it was a glitch because I was trying to go through the door and it would not like my character got stuck. And then I ended up parkouring around the back of the building and into, oh. into one of the windows because I got stuck. and I think it was a glitch because it, it only had has a one. Yeah, it had to have been. But I thought it was part of the game. And I'm like, oh, maybe I just need to go get my workout today. today. I guess so I don't know.
1: This is what happens when you fire your studio before the game even releases so they can't patch it.
0: Yeah, yeah, that is true. Because
1: there were there were a lot of glitches. I had people walk, wandering above or like random places a couple times where. A soldier would get like just get pushed and then be walking in air and I would just shoot him. Yeah,
0: there was a couple of I tripped. tripped. It looked like I was just walking and my character would like like he would like go to his knees and just like fall down and then get back up. It was so weird. It happened to me twice. And I was like, what is that? I just be walking down the street. I don't know if it's like collision physics or something like somebody just maybe run into me or something. But it was it was funny. I, I wish I was recording. I, that would have been great.
1: There were a couple moments when I wish I was recording this too, because I had people fly. Like, there's one mission near the end of the game where you have to, like, take out a. I think it's when you have to get on a blimp. You're trying to hitch a ride into a blimp, and you're, like, on a little, like, port area. And there was a guy walking in the air above me. Just walking. <laughs> he got some, something happened in the collision. He got shot up, and he was just walking in the air. Like, so I just shot walking, him in the air. Forget walking him. on water. I'm walking on air. I'm just going mm, to. He was just right walking right in there. He was just above me. Somewhere I'm like, oh, this is easy with my silence gun and he just fell over and problem solved.
0: That's like, awesome.
1: Like I don't I can handle glitches in games. Like it doesn't take me out of the immersion of a video game. Doesn't bother it didn't bother me, especially knowing the fact that the studio, like now, I mean I knew it was shut down, but I didn't really, they were shut down before the game even released. Like that is the worst publicity. Like we you know, you really want to show we have no
0: faith in a game. Fire everyone that made the game before it even releases. And that's probably part of the reason why it probably didn't so well. I mean, and be honest, I mean most games nowadays, like if a, if a studio goes under, they might just can the game. I guess this one was probably far, far enough along where they were like, OK, we can release it. And it's really state. But yeah, a lot of times they'll just drop the game, which I'm glad they didn't. Obviously, we'll never see a sequel unless it gets picked up by somebody else. But nah, you know. well, <laughs> I don't
1: think we would see a sequel anyway. because I don't know how if people are into World War Two as much and you have people that are st- weird about not nazis and things that I, I mean wolfenstein did
0: good so maybe people would like a game where you kill nazis that again, is true so. and i do love wolfenstein it's awesome never played them yet yeah it's a they're, they're the remakes are really or er, new order and um i forget what the other one was wolfenstein 2 new colossus yeah that's there you go
1: i i have them on steam and other systems but i've never i never played them yet
0: they're very good i'm not a huge fan of the original
1: doom like wolfenstein's but those are neither that's it i don't like that style of game as much
0: I mean, this game also
1: did a good job of having missions that varied a lot because, I mean, you know, world games always have your particular mission. But this game only has two races that are part of the story and then three optional races. And that's it. They don't clog you with a ton of race missions like many open world games tend to do. Right.
0: Yeah. I know they have the one at the beginning. Yeah. Obviously, the main story flashback. That's you can't that. lose. Yeah. That There's that one. And then. um. Yeah, I was, yeah, you're right. There's only what
1: the even the last the the other story when I think you can lose, but like I had a really good car and I was just fine. Yeah, I had the car yeah. the game gives me. It's not like I was driving. I mean, the optional races, I can see that. But again, they're just optional to unlock cars. That's it.
0: Yeah. So, so it didn't I'm, really affect affect the game.
1: Yeah, no, that, that's, and that was nice. I, li- I like that. It, it didn't stick to many of the open world, you know, style of games. Like, I mean, and this is obviously not a Ubisoft game. And you can tell because it isn't full of random mission markers are the same thing cookie cutter i mean i love my ubisoft open world games don't get me wrong but
0: it didn't have that style of it question marks like as much as i love like the witcher yeah question marks every 5 seconds and you're like oh my god i got to clear this off before i, I go i to- mean <laughs> there were dots everywhere yeah. yes but they're not necessarily needed i mean yeah to well or at least that you feel like you need you know. <laughs> I had to stop myself
1: because there was a point when Paris, a good chunk of Paris was, did not have any white dot. Oh man. Except for, except for ones I could not find. And I spent half an hour to an hour on some of them. I'm like, I have to walk away.
0: Yeah. That was the thing. It's, it's that it's kind of like a, a game reviewer. Like I know that they have a hard time, especially if they're like completionists, like, like, like you are, or like I am, where it's like, I want hundred percent this, but I just don't have the time to do it. <laughs> like right now, you know? Oh, I never,
1: I never go to hundred percent. Like it was weird to me. Because normally when I play games for this show or games in general, even before this podcast, I have a, a I'll go, I'll, I'll do the mission, all the main missions, I'll do side missions depending on what I get for them and what they are. Like in this game, the side missions were all actually unique missions of, you know, going doing something. They weren't like cookie cutter, you know, do the same thing over and over again. So, like, I was doing all those, but I actually was drawn to just blowing up tons of Nazi propaganda. And I never do that. And it has no effect. Like, it doesn't make the soldiers weaker. It doesn't make it doesn't have any actual gameplay effect other than I got money, which got to a point I didn't need money anymore. And little white dots went away and I felt better.
0: (laughs) That's always good. That's all that matters when you play games and you're having fun. It's all that matters. Killing Nazis or whatever you are doing. I couldn't believe how much I messed around with blowing up stuff because I... I
1: would go out of my way. Like, there were times where I'd play this game while I'm doing other things. Like, I don't really want to do a mission right now, but I want to play. So I would just go, go on my map, find a collection of white dot, and go and eliminate the area. Or there were times where I was on a mission driving across the countryside because there is no fast travel in this game. Oh, no. yeah, there's You not. have to literally drive from one side to the other sometimes. And I would just pull out my car, get out and blow up something, get back in the car and drive off. And, and I love it. Yeah,
0: I think, too, is the world's big, but not too big, where I felt like I was, like, Oh, God, I got to drive all the way over there. You know what I mean? Like to do whatever. I never felt that where I was like it was a slog to get from point A to point B, even though there is no fast travel.
1: No, and it wasn't bad. Like, I enjoy driving through the city, which normally I'm the guy that uses fast travel every bit I can to make a game go faster. And in this game, it's like, you know what? I'm happy just to drive my car from point A to point B. I even go through the checkpoints to correct way. after you got the papers, where I'd go to the checkpoint, you stop, the Nazis come over, check your papers, and you drive through. And I would even do that. I'm like,
0: because I don't feel like fighting. <laughs> I just love running people over with my cars and just watching the physics and the ragdoll physics and everything. It was, it was fun to me. Or running over cows. That was actually my favorite thing. I don't know if you ran over any cows, but they explode. I did they explode. They don't die. They just explode. It's it's crazy. Go go back and look at it. It's crazy. That's cool. I did notice that you run over people.
1: The Nazis don't care unless you run over a Nazi. <laughs> you can steal a car in front of Nazis. They don't give a shit, so they're not police, and they they don't. I mean, they don't care. Which they don't care about the French. Which again, kind of fit. But <laughs> <laughs> I've noticed that too a lot.
0: They have a motive, and they they they, they pass that test.
1: I mean, in this game it has a lot of story missions, and it has a and a lot of side missions. Like most of them are usually go to some Nazi base and destroy X amount of things.
0: And that never got old to me. Yeah, like I, not, I enjoyed it. Yeah. There was never a point in the game where I felt like, okay, I want this to end. I mean, the game's not long either. It's, it took me, I, I don't know how many hours I ended up logging it. It was over about a week. So I'm trying to think probably about what 15, 12 to 15 hours that maybe it I took put, me to finish it.
1: I put like 20 in the game told me, I think.
0: Yeah, but I also I, I mainline the story for the most part. Like I think we were talking offline. I didn't do a lot of the all the side content and stuff like that. I was I was more worried. I wanted to at least finish the story so that way I could well, yeah. at least remember and refresh my mind from 14 years ago. You know what what the game was about.
1: You didn't miss too much. I there is one mission that I it was a side mission where you have to work for this psychologist guy to trying some drug some drug medicine or something to convince to to. To make the Nazis like do what he mind control stuff. And there was one mission where you have to protect him and you have a sniper rifle and you're supposed to go to the spot and snipe these enemies And they come out. Well, I, for some reason, my controller is either too sensitive or I just could not aim it right with the controller. And so what I ended up doing is I shot at the snipers, got their attention. So they just shot at me the whole time and they couldn't kill me because I was hiding. And then the guy was able to just run off and I completed the mission completely by accident. Well, that worked. I failed three times. That's that's an interesting way to do it, but I mean, I don't. I mean, he, it, it, it shouldn't have worked that way because they were down there trying to find him, but they were too distracted by me trying to shoot them the one time. So they so for some reason their AI didn't go after their target and went after me, even though it I wasn't was really kinda, a threat. Yeah, they were focused on you. That's so amazing. I was like, cool. I mean, again, a glitch that you know would have been patched out, but hey, worked for. me. <laughs> so I couldn't yeah, do glitch and like, I could not aim. That's my sensitivity. That's, that's wasn't interesting, right.
0: though. That's interesting.
1: And There were things like that. I mean, there were spots. Like there was one time when I was I was driving through this game. I had a race, car, I had a really nice race car. I was bring, I was going to this race, and I pull over to a tower and I go and plant dynamite, and I go to get back in my car, but I took too long, and my car was parked too close, and my car blew up along the tower.
0: <laughs> I, did I was like, one- "Well, we're not doing that race anymore." <laughs> yeah, apparently, I kept on just accidentally throwing dynamite everywhere. That was that was my main bugaboo, I guess, in the game. <laughs> right, bumper. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I just kept on,
0: I yeah, I'd press, I'd press the wrong button, and then just you know start throwing grenades and stuff. And I'm like, I was um tailing one of the generals at one point, and I ended up throwing one right behind him and killing him, and having to restart the mission because I was not. You there. know, and there's not a lot of tail missions either. There's only a couple in this game. Yeah, no, no. I there was only I think three that I remember. That there's not up. many,
1: even in the yeah. side stuff. There's not. I don't think there. I think only three in this game, which is nice. I mean, that's another open world, you know, like trait to have your tail missions.
0: Yeah, and I and I I'm because I played a lot of Assassin's Creed as well. I played every single <laughs> game in the series, beaten every single one. But it's I'm not a fan of tail missions. Like that's usually one of my I'm like oh god, not another one of these. It depends if it's done well. And like you said in this, it was spread out enough and not uh, not very many of them. So I didn't feel like I would no. Beaten. And
1: you could be pretty far away. Yeah. yeah, you didn't have to be. Things in this game felt pretty forgiving. Like you could complete a mission and then die and then warp back to your base and everything was fine. Right. You know, it, it was a very forgiving game, which again, would I love the 360 era for where it, I feel games got very much easier and much more nicer to the player is the 360 era. We yeah. have more checkpoints, you have more auto saves, you have more where the game like if you want to make it hard, here's your difficulties. But if you don't, here's the baby mode. Have fun. Yeah, and that's and, and the start
0: of think that. Think about it. I know this is a, just kind of a I just. Thinking in my head, but it was 2009. This launched, right? So yeah. the first Assassin's Creed came out in what 2007? I want to want to say. So this is only like two years past the first Assassin's Creed. So I mean, it's that's a lot of. I mean, for as well as this game did at the time of when it, you know, compared to what's out now, you know what I mean? It's, <laughs> it's very good.
1: No, I mean, I I had a blast with this game. Like I was never I was never bored. I mean, I loved just you know going to missions and blowing up stuff when I would be sent somewhere to blow up, like, certain, like, blow up fuel tanks or blow up certain things. I blow
0: up everything. Yeah, so. I, I tried when I when I could. If, but again, like, I was kind of mainlining the story. So I kind of, like, I was like, well, let me let me see if I can do this. And obviously, I, I did most of the city that I could. Like, trying to make the city all color and everything. But it was very, um... It, I, I'm going to go back to my save file, I think, later and finish everything and go back and kind of, you know, do some of the side content and everything. I want to see the rest of the game that I missed.
1: And all the side missions are good. I didn't have a complaint with any of them. I think I can't really remember a lot of them offhand now, but I, I enjoyed everything I did. I think it's a main mission where you have to go and take out the train bridge. Uh, yeah, That's a main mission. That was cool yeah. as hell. Yeah. You yeah, can I'm, do that five times, actually. There's, I think, th- or maybe three times. There's multiple ones you can do as part of the... I didn't do them because I, yeah, I didn't care either. at that point, but they're in the game.
0: Well, that's cool to know. Yeah, okay. It's for one of the perks. Okay, so, yeah, so when I go back and replay through everything, I, I like I said, I want 100% this because... It it's amazing, and for those listening, <laughs> for five dollars on GOG, right?
1: Oh, maybe not now. It was twenty dollars. It was on sale, but I mean, it's, it'll be on sale at some point again. It's not like pay sixty for it. Pays it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> twenty bucks the regular price. I just, right. I just don't understand why this is not on a Steam. Like, yeah. this is not that old of a game that it has to be on GOG. This isn't, like, something that came out in the 90s. Like, I didn't understand. It must be something to do with EA's
0: like, fuck you, Steam. It, it has to be. And and what's funny, I'm, I'm looking, because so get I'm looking at the copy and there's an ad inside the box for this is how old the game is. Flip phone version of the game it got a like a flip phone. i didn't know they had a flip phone version of the game but you can <laughs> unlock unlock secrets to hidden locations that will give you the upper hand playing the console or pc version so it's like a looks like contra it almost looks like a contra type like top-down shooter. shooter interesting though i that's a cool little like night like a old late 2000s i'm like oh wow that's almost before iphones crazy. i mean
1: <laughs> iPhones. when did iphones come out again Two thousand. I think they're around in
0: 09, but they're w- very yeah. early. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It was a flip bone game because you can tell from the picture, but I was like, oh my gosh. Can't. Yeah. Last time I saw one of those. <laughs> been, I mean, that's a technology
1: jump. All right, though. Like, whew. You right. really think about how fast that goes. Can we go from yeah. flip phones of fucking handheld computers in our hands that can play <laughs> PS2 games now? Just fine? Oh my God.
0: Yeah. If you told me back then, no, I would not believe you.
1: Some of the other stuff in this game that like really blew me away was just just like the constant I felt of wanting to play, like I didn't want to put this game down ever. And that is not normal for me. Like I I play a lot of games, but normally I'm very much like I do. And I just was constantly drawn to the missions. I was constantly drawn to doing every side thing I could do besides blowing up everybody. Like, you know, and it just worked well. I mean, it was just fun to explore and it even felt good to blow up stuff. Like if you blow up towers, if you take out uh, anti air guns, if you get an alarm, then they're not there to shoot at you when the alarm goes off
0: because you took them out. And I, I think mean, you, too, Sean is such an interesting character. That was my that that was my thing too. Is he was actually very interesting. I loved his sarcasm. I loved his comments, and that <laughs> made me want to push forward into the game because it, it kept me going. Oh, there's so many
1: smart ass comments in the way he talks to the British guys that you work with. That was I think there's even some Bond. Re- there's yeah, I know there is. I can't remember what they are now, but there's even Bond references in this game too.
0: Oh, well, I did, see. I don't see any of those, but I think or one the, of the oh, mission listen, titles was close to a
1: Bond reference in the name. I can't remember now, but I swear it was, there were some early Bond references or something or some Bond comment about a martini or about a drink or about like a text. There was some comment that I caught.
0: I love the main. I forget his name. The main bad guy.
1: I can't. Kessler.
0: Yeah, yeah I think it was. But um, it was he looks like a super. the first time you see him when he walks into the bar at the very beginning, I just I was I like laughing because he looks like he's like like a 20s. Like, I don't know. He, he looks like a supervillain, like he's something out of the boys <laughs> or something. I don't know. But it was just crazy. He was like over the top German, you know, blonde hair. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it was. Very, Blue eyes. Yeah. It was. It was. It was, uh, it was awesome because I'm just like, oh my god, this guy's the main. It has to be the main bad guy. I don't remember at the time. I'm like, and yeah, of course he is.
1: He makes a good bad guy, and they do a good job of keeping things going throughout the game. Where in the first mission, he kills your friend, he tortures you, and you, you know, and then you know he's like, well, who are you working for? What are the British up to? And you're like, fucking, I just lost. You know, you cheated in the race. I blew up your car. I mean, that's all you did and then throughout the game at one point you chase after him in a zeppelin that lights on fire as you're trying to like that was epic as hell and then like you're constantly hunting him and you keep missing him until the very end of the game when you finally fight him and like they do a good job of keeping that tension up throughout the entire game and you feel good when
0: you actually get to him because like you were saying too like when he kills your friends I love the moment when you're you're being tortured and all that and then you break out of your you know your you have your hands tied behind your back and that's when it goes to the whole black and white, white, which I thought mm-hmm. was a cool like, like that's the beginning of the war, technically, or whatever. In in his yeah. eyes, you know. But I thought it was a really cool like aesthetic of like, oh, that's when. Okay, now I understand what they're going with with this. This is.
1: It, it, I mean, it is the beginning of the war too, because yeah. I mean, yes, the war had already. I mean, they they invade Poland and then they eventually go for France. Like the idea where you see them sitting on the border before they attack France. That's all realistic, because that's what happened. I mean, there's a there's a joke, it's called the sitting war, where the French army just sat there on the other side, because they didn't want to attack, and the Germans just waited and sat there until they were all ready to go, and then just blitzkrieg them. So that yeah, was also kind of like what you see happening, where you see them just kind of
0: massing their forces and waiting. And doing that, yeah. And it it, just that's was, what happened it, it was a really it was a good moment. Like I, I was very especially because he hulks out like Sean basically just breaks <laughs> like I'm out, I'm going to kill you. And he headbutts him. And it was it was great.
1: Oh, and fun <laughs> fact that you didn't ask for but I'm going to tell you anyway. <laughs> when they attack France, the reason why they, they fight them for like three days straight. All the Nazi soldiers were given meth, methamphetamine to keep them up and awake. And, and yeah, let's alert. go. <laughs> So that's what they did. Like, it, I mean, that's what they all of them are on at this time would have been all on meth. Well,
0: that <laughs> explains that explains why he is the way he isn't. I get it. All right. So,
1: uh, I mean, that, that's a, I didn't know that until more recently. That's a historical fact. They were all high on. They were all on meth because they didn't know. And like, here you go. Take this. Take these uh, medicines here. They'll, they'll keep you up.
0: <laughs> so, Good old meth. Keeping you awake. <laughs> yep. 1921 that's, or whatever it was.
1: <laughs> that's what they did. That's how they wrote the Blitzkrieg, because they were all high.
0: That's so, awesome.
1: But I, I mean, yeah, so I mean, I just like the historic. I mean, that wasn't in the game, but like the whole British part with like sky with this girl that you used to know. And yeah, how like I also enjoyed like their 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 play back and forth between each other and how you find out she's a British spy. Like, I thought all yeah. oh, that was really good.
0: Yeah, it was very it, it kind of like your James Bond reference. It had a very James Bondish kind of feel with well, that
1: part of it. James Bond is also developed because of World War Two. That's very true. Yep. Because of Ian Fleming served. In the with the british army during world war ii so yeah. that's where that comes from
0: although i never i didn't really put two or two together as far as like the references of the game to that but yeah it does make sense that it's that it kind of fits together i'm mean, little little things but <laughs> i one one comment i have to say that annoyed me because
1: of the loading screen like when you first see kessler you also see him with this chick in like a nazi like leather outfit and i was upset that she's only around like that one time and you see her in a loading screen she never shows up you never fight her. Like, I was expecting her to be some kind of thing with it. Nothing. Yeah, it's almost oh. every,
0: it's every single loading screen, too, isn't it? Pretty it's much. A ton like, of every, I was different. every time. Yeah, every time you, do, like, I was, yeah. No, I, I didn't understand that. I didn't think about that, but yes, I do, I do remember that.
1: Yeah, I was confused. I was like, Cause you see Kessler all the time. I'm like, okay, then you see her, and I'm like, yeah, there's gonna be something going on, nothing. I was like, this is kind of weird. Like, I wonder if something was in there and then cut or just
0: didn't make it. Or if it was like, oh god, we got to release this game now because we're we going under guys, we're going yeah, we're under. Shut, guys. We're going under guys. all of us.
1: <laughs> I mean, this is you just don't do that to a studio when they're game like just wait
0: a month, like give it two months, just wait. EA couldn't wait. Well, too, look, I mean, if this if if this game had been a top selling game, you know, that might have saved the studio. You never know. I mean, it's very possible, but I mean, they were I'm fired like, before the game came out. So. Yeah, so like, give them a chance to at least experience that and see how it how it goes look at final fantasy you know the the whole story with that that's why it was called final fantasy it was his final yeah, game that he was going to make and look at what it did and now they have eight bazillion games in the final fantasy series so you know EA but. is just I, I
1: just i don't care for ea like for example ea is taken off a uh, battlefield hard uh, not hardline battlefield bad company 2 is being delisted and so was the first one and i yeah and there's no reason like oh we don't want to keep up the online well that's fine just why are you delisting the single player game like there's no reason to. I mean, you're not. I mean, I'm sure there's some money being paid. They're like, yeah, no, fuck it, we don't care.
0: Yeah, yeah, they're they're very, uh, very money hungry. They're very mm-hmm. extremely money hungry. I'm I'm the same way. I'm I'm a huge Bioware fan, and the worst day of my life was when Bioware bought or merged with or EA or whatever that happened, and now it's they like pretty much got bought. Yeah, and it it, it sucks because I'm super excited for like Dragon Age: Dreadwolf and you know, Mass Effect yeah. to see whether they can problems from the last one. But it, again, EA has their hands in. Life, yeah, so. EA
1: is known to be cheap and.
0: Yeah, bad. Yeah, so I'm very worried. Very worried.
1: No, I completely get that. I, I just don't, don't, like the fact that this isn't on Steam, it, there has to be some weird right issue or something. Well, no, I mean, that's what I thought at first. Okay, there's some, like, okay, they have it on EA so they didn't sell it on, but it was on GOG and I'm like that means there's something to do where EA doesn't want this on Steam for some reason.
0: It has to be either, either
1: on- Steam wouldn't do it because it's too glitchy and they want an update and like, fuck you, we're not updating it because we don't care. That could have been right. it.
0: That's possible. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I didn't know it wasn't on Steam. I only played it on the console, so I didn't, I didn't. I didn't. know that.
1: I have it on 360 and PS3, but I didn't want to pull it out,
0: so I yeah. just bought it on GOG. Yeah, I played it on Xbox. I I don't have it on PS3. I thought I did, but I played it on um, my Xbox One X because I was like, well, I want to see if it. I mean, it ran great. I don't know if they did any like uh, post-launch patches, like. To make- I I don't think so. I don't think anything because yeah. the amount of
1: glitches that I that I experienced and the fact that like when I brought up this game to people people are like, oh, yeah, this game is known to be glitchy. Like, it's, which, again, makes sense. If you fire your studio, you know, a month before the game comes out, they're not around to patch it, and you're probably not going to pay anyone to patch it because you don't care. No, they're not at all. They don't care. So, I mean, I don't, none of the glitches were game-breaking. It didn't delete my save. It didn't do anything, you know, weird like that. There were just a few parts where things would clip. Yeah. I can live with that.
0: Yeah, like I said, I had the one with the door, and I had a couple times where I'd fall through, like, not fall through the world, as you will, but I would trip and just kind of fall on my knee. It was weird. And I only, like I said, happened twice, and I don't think I had any major crashes that I can think of.
1: I know um, the other guy that was going to join us but couldn't due to scheduling conflicts, um, he felt He climbed up a church, and he fell inside of a church.
0: <laughs> yeah, I saw himself. that screenshot. Yeah, he shared a <laughs> screenshot with us. That was, that was interesting.
1: So, I mean, it, it wasn't, I mean, there's issues in this game, but again, it makes more sense now that I realize that they were fired before the game even came out so I couldn't patch. Like, that makes sense.
0: Because yeah. most open world games are going to have a big patch day one or day two, like, you know, the first week. Yeah, what's funny, and, and I was kind of researching some stuff for the game, too, and I remember this vaguely. This is an odd thing for this game. I don't know if you remember when it first came out, they offered a DLC that was to either unlock or unlock nudity in the game, which at yes. the time it was a very it was. I forgot what the DLC was called. It was like midnight, the midnight room or something like that, I think. But it's funny because I was like, I can't remember of another game. Having an unlockable DLC that only happened if you bought the game brand new. So if you bought the game pre-owned or anything, and the code was used, you couldn't unlock nudity unless you bought it as a DLC. I've well, never seen that in a video game in my like. Not the nudity part, but this was also the era
1: when all the games were doing because they were upset with used game sales, so they were adding yeah. that extra thing you got if you bought the game new.
0: Yeah, because I remember like, City, uh, you
1: don't get Catwoman. Like that's a prime example.
0: Yeah, I, I think this was their out.
1: version of with the boobs.
0: Yeah, it was one of those things where it's like, I mean, you know, working at GameStop, for example, like, hey, a pre-order game and you get boobs. I mean, I don't know how else to put this, but you know what I mean.
1: <laughs> so, I mean, it's just kind of funny that it's there. That you, I mean, you just go into the because you start off in a strip club for a good part part of the game. You're when you're when you're when your mission basis is a strip club, so they'll just be naked. But it's just kind of funny that it's there.
0: Like, hey, that would yeah, probably. I mean, that would get people to pre-order, huh? Yeah, I mean, it was it's weird, because I was like, maybe I still have the pre-order code for that, but I think it was like a receipt code type thing, because it's not in my box for the game. Oh, I, I hate wonder. the receipt code things. Yeah, I think it was a receipt. Those were the worst to me. Yeah, well, if you accidentally throw it away, or it gets faded, or whatever, gone. Yeah, you know, I didn't
1: keep receipts. I would keep all the inserts of a game, like, I recently opened Amazing Spider-Man collector's edition or not collector, but the game of the Year edition goes like, Oh, I probably you redeem this code before they make it obsolete at some point. Right.
0: Yeah. Cause they will expire. Eventually. <clears throat> yes. Expire. Eventually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They also
1: don't always mean that. Cause I once had a one that was expired and I tried and it worked years later. So <laughs> I
0: mean, they're, anyway. just, they're like, please do it by this day. We can't promise you that
1: this is if we're, if we're still in business, if our yeah. company doesn't shut us down for <laughs> something crazy like that.
0: It's like the world
1: is, is very, not, is was very fun just to be in. Like there's a mission we have to rob a train at one point. One mission that really stuck out to me, there's two things I want to bring up. This one first, I had to go break a guy out of jail. And I went, I climbed up the building, I shot every single guard with my silence pistol. I completely did everything I was supposed to do, completely sneaky, got the guy out, we're heading for the gate, and I get my ass blown up on the way out.
0: But that's so a um, fun thing. Those are fun stories.
1: Oh, well, the best so then I come back and I'm I'm irritated. I'm like, okay, we're you know, so I went through all the trouble. So then i I go guns blazing, kill everybody in the front area, and of course all the enemies respawn, I just grab the guy and we run out the door with the alarm on. And done in a, done in no time. And no issue.
0: Like, okay, I'm not even gonna try as much as i That's,
1: that's yeah, I didn't, awesome. I was pissed, because I was like, I spent a good 20 minutes being all stealthy, sneaking around, no alarm, but in order to get out, I had to blow up a door, and there was no way to, you know, blow up the door quietly. Like,
0: <laughs> you said, they're coming after you. Yeah, I'm trying to think if I had any, like, funny story there's really nothing like for the most part there was a couple times like i um i jumped from a lot higher than i should have to go kill an enemy because i thought oh i, I can survive this and i just <laughs> killed myself suicidal jump instead of going down a ladder but there's nothing like i never ran into a situation where i had like a cool sequence i guess but i also played the game just very straightforward i wasn't trying to do too much except for running people over but yeah i don't have any cool stories like that as far as the did game you, goes over did you ever get the where the game gets mad at
1: you if you run over too many people at once yes all okay. the uh, that happened to me a few times. <laughs> they closed all the hideouts yeah, for yeah. like a minute or something. Yeah. I'm like, I don't use them anyway, so that's fine.
0: And there was a couple times like I just drove to a side street and just it was like they immediately forget about you. And I'm like, oh, OK, cool. And I just back up and go right back down where I'm doing. I'm like, whatever. <laughs> okay, yeah, it's it, not a very big.
1: If you're at a lower alarm level, the barrier is much smaller of how far you have to get out. And as soon as you cross that line, you're good. They immediately forget about you.
0: They, they have the shortest memory ever. They're just like.
1: And eh, whatever, we're going to care about that Irish guy. Again, I mean, it's an, op- I I an open-world
0: thing, so I didn't mind it. <laughs> I personally liked it because I could get back to what I was doing. Exactly, yeah. I don't want a five-star chase if I just ran over a couple people by accident. I
1: actually never got alarm five. I got four, but I never got five. Yeah.
0: No, I, I don't think it did either. Four
1: was bad, though. I had freaking arm. I had tanks show up around four, something close to tanks. And I'm like, this is shit. <laughs> I'm dying. I hate this. I was done i I was just screw- well I was just screwing around that's all I got alarm for because I was blowing up things because if I saw a fuel station I was <laughs> I had no choice but to go over there and blow it up every time
0: I just couldn't help myself so well, that's that help. that's how I it happened. That. That, for those that don't know, the saboteur. That is your job. You have one job and that's to blow things up.
1: Oh, and there was one mission with you have to you have to take out three trucks that are at a at a fuel depot. And then when I first got to this mission, I got a glitch. So the moment I drove over there and I'm in uniform I'm in a Nazi uniform in a Nazi vehicle and the alarm goes off immediately and the trucks just drove away. And I'm like, how the hell am I supposed to do this? So I reload it, go back, no alarm goes off, and I just drive up and blow up and blow up all the trucks at once. Huh. I don't know what happened. It was just that's some weird glitch where the and because when the alarm goes off I and mean, they just drive off and you don't have a method to stop them.
0: Yeah, because you don't. Yeah,
1: that's interesting. Yeah, I didn't have that.
0: Yeah, it was. That's it was weird. Interesting it was, I was, glitch.
1: Once I forgot it was a glitch, I'm like, OK, that I'm like, that makes sense. I was like, why is this like this is really hard? I think it was a side mission, but I don't remember.
0: Yeah, cause I was going to say I can't remember a mission like that, but
1: there's a I, there's a lot of side missions and I did them all because I just I wanted to play as much of this game as I could. I mean, and I see was playing this game nonstop until our you said end. you
0: put what, 20, 20, plus hours into it.
1: I put 20 hours into it, but that also includes away from keyboard time uh, of oh, the okay. game. Put me at like 17 hours
0: Yeah, because with my save file, it doesn't show me because I'm not playing on computer. So it didn't really show me how much. Yeah,
1: Gog showed I- me. And then when you beat the game in the credits, it tells you. Okay, I didn't even look at that. I took a picture, but that picture is gone. So, because
0: <laughs> I think I want to say it was probably twelve to thir- fifteen hours. I
1: want to say. I I,
0: well, I also couldn't
1: stop blowing things up. I would blow up speakers. I would, and I didn't. Even, I was maxed out on money. I bought, or not maxed out money, but I bought everything I needed to buy. I didn't need money. Arson, I couldn't arson, buy anything. No. <laughs> I just couldn't stop blowing things up. That's so awesome. much fun. Like
0: and we'll like, get it out in the video game form. Just don't do it in real life.
1: I do not. <laughs> and like the game progressed to the point where you go to the catacombs at one point to fight with the resistance, and then you. Like, stuff like that as the story progresses and, like, I liked all that because it, again, makes sense to... I'm, I'm assuming what they did.
0: Yeah, and, and also, like you said, you're chasing the main thread of the game, and it never felt like the story kind of went off onto a beaten path where you're like, okay, where are they going with this? Like it always and kind I, of stayed kind of... Then as the story it. progresses, at one
1: point, one of the guys that you're working for that you buy guns off betrays you. If I remember right, he's Italian, which also uh, makes San, sense. Is it
0: Santos? Santos?
1: Yeah, I think he's Italian, though. He... he did he have a Spanish accent? I'm trying to remember. Not, I think I it's Spanish, but I swear he was Italian. Bec- might well, be Italian, yeah. Because Italian also makes sense because Mussolini was a, a follower of Hitler. Right. Sort of. For a little while before Hitler just used him as a pawn. So, but. That's different they,
0: I think it was Italian. I think you are correct. But yeah, because I, I know he speaks Spanish to you for a little bit right at the beginning of your first conversation. Or
1: one of his, one of those. Because he betrays you near the end. He ends up, he ends up turning you into the Germans when they raid your base. Screw that guy. <laughs> no, but it was just like it's fun you. how much unique ways there are to do every mission like i'm watching the speedrun right now while we're talking and they're just going guns blazing everything and like you can do things differently and like the way i played the game i sometimes i would go to an area blow up all the towers nearby so when i'm leaving i have less less issues like you have that's tanks that we parked in different areas on the road you can just blow them up and then they're not there anymore so when you do things- you do a mission they're no longer a problem because they're gone <laughs>
0: Yeah, and you have that option of like parking your car and kind of like, okay, this is my getaway car now. I'm going to go over this way. I'm going to do like you could plan it. You could be more methodical about it. You could, like you said, guns blazing, go that that route. Um, I was watching a speedrunner, or not a speedrunner, but he was just a like a YouTuber that was playing and he was doing like a comedy run of the game where he was trying to just break the game in any way he could possibly break the game. It oh, was funny. So that like, wasn't like, hard. It was <laughs> but it was funny. It was it was really funny and he would comment on it. And I'm just watching and I'm like, I'm like, some of these things that he's did is just like, I didn't even know you could do that in the game, but that's awesome.
1: Oh, one of the side missions, there's a Red Wedding mission that's called Red Wedding. Interesting. Which I think, is this before Game of Thrones? I mean, Maybe not the book, the, uh, but the
0: show. Yeah, it should it, it definitely before the Red Wedding episode. That was like okay, season. I mean, the book was already out, so I'm
1: sure it's a reference to the book. Yeah. The book is,
0: what, 90s or early 2000s? I can't... Yeah, 90s, I want to say.
1: Okay, I know it's the third book, so it might have been a reference to that. But yeah, you go to a wedding, you have to kill all the Nazis at a wedding. Ah, uh, one one of the side missions is a priest that hires you essentially because there's a Nazi general that comes for forgiveness, and he's like, and the and I, I know the guy's like, you're a man in the cloth. He's like, not today, or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> and he pretty much you have to get into a sniper spot and you wait, and then when when the guy comes, he'll tell you he'll make a, a hand signal, and you got to kill the guy. That's cool. Like just little things like that. There was one part where you take a you take the same priest to a place, he drops a package with a bomb and kills everybody, and you got to run off with him. I, mean, okay, so I got to go sad? back
0: and replay all the side quests. How many? How many side missions are there? Do you remember?
1: Or oh, there are a lot. I can tell you that there's a decent amount of side missions. I did them uh, all as they opened up, but when I looked at the guide, there's a decent amount of them.
0: I I did a few because I just ha- happened to run across them, but it was not not a lot. Well, yeah.
1: I mean, when you're playing on a on a you know restriction of having to get it done before a recording, like it takes a different light to a game. I mean, I do it all the time now, so I'm used to it. Where I plan out everything and I know like. I always know okay. I have this much time when I start getting close, and I have to skip side stuff. So I always try to do side stuff first, so then I can just bull run, you know, run through a game if I have to. Right,
0: and you're also leveled up, or you'll, yeah. in this case, you got perks that you wouldn't have otherwise, and stuff like that. Yeah, some. I never
1: threw people off a building. You're supposed to throw five people off for one of the perks, and I just never threw people. Yeah, I did and it I, once during I the try. They, they would just set the alarm off instead. <laughs> So then, my solution just came: just shoot them. Like, well, well, I guess we're done with that. All right. I just couldn't get it to work. I mean, they would just blow the whistle. I'm like, well, this is no, fu- this doesn't work. I don't care enough. So we we'll just silent pistol came out, and the dead they went. Dude, dude, dead. Oh, the silent. You get a there's a silent AK like or silent sh- machine gun. You get too near the end of the game. That I got. Yeah, I don't remember. It might have been a secret thing that I unlocked somehow by doing think, one of
0: yeah, the. Yeah, I don't remember that.
1: It was really good. I was shot the amble. I didn't use the shotgun as much. I never used the flamethrower. I didn't like the rockets very much. Yeah, I didn't use the rocket. I don't,
0: I don't like using rocket launchers in games.
1: I didn't it's in like this Resident game. Evil. I'm okay in some games, but this game I did not. I didn't like it. I also wasn't until re- way late in the game I realized like the propaganda speakers. If they're on a road, you can just drive them over with your car if you're going fast enough. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, I didn't know that Good until tip. accident. Pro tip. I just ran into one by accident. I'm like, oh,
0: that works. That's cool. I'll have, to do, I'll have to try that when it I do it. It does my piss assistant. off the Nazis, though. so Just be warned. Well, everything pisses off the Nazis. That's why they're Nazis, no.
1: Everything that involves their crap, yes. They do not like it when you <laughs> blow up their stuff at all. Oh, but it was so much fun setting explosives up. And I, I know there's a thing from Mercenaries where you have tons of things to blow up.
0: Yeah, you know. I, I didn't play... I played Mercenaries 2, I want to say, on a demo disc of some... Back when they, you know, did demo discs on PS2. <laughs> and that was... I don't think I... I don't remember playing the first one, but I remember the game was very similar as far as like the destruction and being able to, you know, destroy a lot of the environment and stuff. Not Red Faction level of destro- destroying environments, but it was <laughs> it was very ground rocket
1: launcher for no reason. Yeah.
0: yeah. Any building you see, just I don't want to be here anymore.
1: Yeah, that was one of the big things about that game. The only reason I even know anything about Mercenaries is because when that game, around the time that game came out, me and my buddy went to game went to EB Games and they gave us the Mercenary display and I got the Resident Evil 4 display and we took it home. Oh, that's cool. Unfortunately, it got ruined. My my display got ruined, but oh. I regret Yeah, I, saw, I left uh, it at my only, parents' house.
0: The only cool and thing and I away. kept was a Last of Us. I have a Last of Us um, stand from the original release from PS3. Um, not the ps the dude. PS5? No, not that one. Not that one. <laughs> I get so irritated about
1: how many times that game's been re-released and you look at stuff like this, we'll never see the light of day again.
0: And that's only been, what, 10 years? And it's been, what, three, three times? times it's come out. Three? Yeah, I was going to say three times, yeah. It's crazy. <sighs> Makes me frustrated.
1: I mean, this, well, I get went, it. But they just went back and did just... what? Mafia
0: Mafia 1. They just went back and did Mafia 1, so maybe maybe they'll eventually... Is Mafia 1 owned by EA, though? I think oh. it's Take-Two. 2K. Yeah, Take-Two. Yep, yep. If
1: they're nicer than
0: yeah <laughs> EA he's like screw this game i don't i
1: don't care about you no and it's just really too bad because this game is so unique and just the way that you know what you're doing the fact that you're getting history and it isn't it isn't super challenging there's a lot to it it's much different and i feel like a lot of gta clones because it doesn't revolve on driving that much it's more about explosions and taking things out and stuff like
0: that and that's something very unique exploration yeah a lot of climbing like, like i said yeah assassin's creed a little bit mixed in there hitman a little bit yeah yeah i i enjoyed it a, a ton i i immensely enjoyed this game
1: no i mean I, I i had a great time too and then like the final missions of this game when you finally get to act Four when everything hits when shit hits the fan like big time i mean you actually go to i think you go to germany at one point because like throughout this game you do rescue a scientist that was working on the atom bomb which i like that they worked that in there and then you go to Germany to rescue him. I think he gets killed. If I remember, maybe you save him. I don't remember, but you have to save him and his daughter. Save him. That's the
0: part I'm thinking. I think he. I think you save him. better remember.
1: <laughs> I know you save the daughter at one point and You have to go save him later on because he gets captured because the 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 guy betrays you, Santos. But the yeah. the final mission of this game takes place in the Eiffel Tower,
0: <laughs> and that was hella epic. I love how cinematic that part was. That's, that's the thing is the whole game is not super cinematic. Like with the, but yeah, the whole, everything about it was, was really well done.
1: Yeah. Cause you just keep going up this tower and it reminded me of dead space in a way, because as you're climbing up the tower, there's just tons and tons of dead Nazis. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because the, I, the kind of way that I took it to is, is that the war is almost over for them. So my guess is it's coming either close to when well would have been, yeah, that the Americans are getting close. Yeah. because. I don't think it's because of what you're doing that he's, you know, throwing a fit and killing everybody. I think it's that they're losing and they know it's going to be over soon. And you just happen to be the the guy that's <laughs> just you know, yeah. I mean, I didn't. You're the one I mean, a vendetta against him, basically. Yeah, you're just you're hunting him, but he's like, who the fuck are you? Mm-hmm. And it made me happy. This game it doesn't have like a, a boss fight. You just shoot him and he dies like a regular yeah. person.
0: Yeah, which makes sense. I mean, if it, it would have kind of, I, I feel personally, they would have made it into a big like spectacle boss battle with like. You know, he's wearing some kind of super armor and everything. It would just it would have taken you out of the game. Like that's not what the game was about. So I felt like it there was a lot of little bit a lot of realism into the game that I appreciate that a lot better than if they would have went the whole boss route. Same. And I mean I was happy that they didn't. Like Uncharted One, for an example, is a game from this
1: era that has a big boss fight at the end and I hate it. Yeah. Same. Which one? Uncharted uh, Drake's Fortune, the first one? Yep, the first one.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, terrible.
1: Same. It makes yep. me not want to play that game ever again because of that fucking final fight.
0: Yep. I know I, I remember actually I didn't beat that one until Uncharted 2 came out and I went back and played Uncharted 1 and because I again I for some reason just once I started introducing the supernatural ish part and then the whole ending I was like I don't know if I feel a bit but I end up loving the game now but yeah I love the supernatural stuff in Uncharted that's my favorite and, and it was and- weird at, at first though because it was kind of a realism thing and then it went then as you play the series on I, I enjoy, enjoyed it a lot more
1: yeah, they don't do it yeah they do it in most of the game they don't do it in four though I don't think
0: no not, not Which
1: really. Which I didn't like. Yeah, did just see. like, the Eiffel Tower, and it's the one area that you don't go to, they save it for the end of the game. And I love yeah. that. Because my map at this point was mostly colored in, because I did all the side missions, I was doing everything I could do, I was taking out everybody, I mean, I went to different munition plants, I just, I went to like chemical plants and had to blow up stuff like that. Because like, anywhere in the map that you'll see like a base area and then lots of, like targets, a lot of those are missions that you'll go to. And, and you'll be in there to destroy something, and you can go and blow up more stuff while you're there. Yeah, I'll so get do a just, lot more of yeah, it.
0: <laughs> but of course, it, it won't take me too long because I, I, like I said, I did some of the stuff as I was playing through it. I can't wait to go back and, and do it all now that I have some time to do it. But. All right, it's fun.
1: I mean, it, this is the first open world game. I mean, because I, when I played Infamous 2 for the show not too long ago and I played Borderlands, I did a lot of side stuff to a point, but it was partly because I just wanted to. And I had. I didn't. I just wanted to click off that box. This is a game where it just. I was having so much fun that I just, it had nothing to do with clicking off the box. I just wanted to do it. And I just had so much fun doing it, even though there was no reward. Like Borderlands, it was, I want experience. I want to be done with this game and I want to be overpowered. this 2, I just, <laughs> I don't know, I was just having fun enough, but, I, but I, it was just not like this
0: game. Not like how I felt with this one. Yeah, the game never overstays its welcome. I think that's the thing too, is like you said, even if at 20 hours, that's perfect for an open world game. That's actually very short. Yeah. I mean, most open world games, look at Assassin's Creed, Valhalla, it's good god. 250 plus hours if not more to do that's everything too much that's <laughs> i can't yeah. do. it's it's insane it, like I, I i don't i have a job i don't i, I can't you know but well, the idea is more that you don't buy a lot of
1: games i mean because i mean i know there's gamers out there
0: that'll buy like one or two games a year and that's all i play yeah but 20 hours for me is a perfect like it's, it's it's a good it has replayability as you were saying i mean the game you can play it in different ways you can go run and gun you can wait you 15 years it. and go back to it yeah, wait 15 years, go back to it, see if it still holds up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and like when I was, because before we, we've, whenever, whenever,
1: before I do an episode, I always post from Facebook group about a game to get people's attention, which I'll be reading in a little while. And like people were surprised when I told people this game was on GOG. They're like, oh, I might go pick it up now. Well, that's cool. Though. Yeah. See, I didn't know personally it was on GOG. I didn't um, either until a target advertisement got me. And I'm like, cool. You win awesome. target ad or not target yeah, ad, but, you know, targeted ad. You win because but, you got me what I wanted. You got the money. And hey, I'm happy. Thank you for listening to my conversation. Oh, hey, they AI. do. <laughs> <laughs> I always laugh when people are like, "Oh, the AIs I'm like, "Oh man, they've been listening to us forever." Like, what are you worrying about?
0: Right, exactly. Yeah. Like <laughs> you know everything cell phone, you they know everything about you.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's all ads. Like every, it's all there. God, I, I once, I, I, I used to work at a store once, and we, and I was a retail store, and somebody called me complaining and wanted me to tell complains to the mayor that we were having a 5G tower on top of our building, and they was going to give cancer to all the. Uh, people all the patients in the in the assisted living home near me and i'm like i work at a store like i i can't help you <laughs> i'm uh, like you need this, things this Wendy's. Just like-, <laughs> like anything printed can i can i help with it oh it's terrible i'm like can't help like i'm not gonna tell like i'm not gonna tell my boss i mean i told my boss and we both had a laugh about it but i was like i'm not like, I'm, i can't do anything
0: to help or care uh, enough yeah it's like i just work here I help
1: you but i had people say like oh they're recording this or people like oh i don't want my i don't want my information i'm like your information's already taken just fine guys don't you, you see that cell phone in your pocket like yeah you're making
0: yeah they fine. have everything any computer you've logged in because i
1: i would ask person. people for their names and they'd be like i don't want to give you my name it's like they'll you know they'll do this or i don't give you my email and i'd be like you have a smartphone yeah, everything right now you already been documented just fine don't worry
0: yeah i mean that's how the world is i mean yeah <laughs> i mean i is. don't it's gotten a lot of but still yeah it's whatever it Which is kind of funny so that's one of those dumb things that I always think about. And in this world,
1: made me think about it more because in this world, it makes sense. I mean, you know, the Nazis and what they did. And yeah, anything
0: else we should mention? Uh, any mission jump out at you we haven't mentioned yet? I, I mean, you hit most of the main parts. Like I said, you had a lot more experience with playing the side stuff, which it sounds like the sides. Some of the side stuff was probably better than some of the main stuff, depending on what you're doing. Again, like I was going to bring up the Apple Tower mission and just loving that whole that whole sequence of. I love games with a big epic finish, but again, I do appreciate the fact that, again, no boss fight. I, In a game like this, especially that era of games of having the big, you know, like Devil May Cry's and stuff like that, where you have this huge epic boss fight, you just have one shot kill, dead, end credits, done. Love it. Absolutely but love you, that.
1: You did remind me of something I almost forgot. It did do one thing of the era. It had a turret gun sequence. Oh,
0: Yeah. Yeah,
1: that's the era. If you play yeah. any like 360 game, like early, like you know the early 2000s 360, I feel like later, but there's
0: always a turret section in every third person shooter. Mercenaries was big on turret guns, so maybe that's something they just took from their previous work.
1: But that was just the era too. Like Wanted, yeah. for an example, a 360 game. Right, yep. no one's ever played. That I have tur- <laughs> Born Conspiracy, great game. I I'm going to die that in that. Game. Uh, that game has turret sections. That's also the same era. Also, a game I wish I could play again, but I can't. I'm sure it was trash when I played it back in 2010. I'm sure it's trash now. <laughs> Which <laughs> white
0: supremacy, you. or
1: yeah, yeah, or I think it's more conspiracy. conspiracy where they conspiracy. didn't get Matt because so they didn't want to pay him.
0: Yeah, that's right. Um, I think I have it on 360 or PS3. I don't remember, but I loved. Actually, that's one of my another underrated games that I forgot about. That you, um, the fighting in that game, the one on five I mean, <laughs> it was just very cinematic. I loved the game. I thought it was <laughs> great. But.
1: I loved it too. But I remember people that I tried that I tried to show the game feel like this is hot trash. They hate. Yeah. it. Yeah i'm like this is great I'm, I'm sure the game is terrible but i i always think about it every so often it's from the same era so yeah yeah but no i mean it's just i mean the game has all the, the normal types i mean this game also had jumps that you were able to go off with your car that would that would give you
0: contraband too i did i did a couple of them but normally i didn't have a car when i'd find them yeah the very cinematic yeah when the the uh, camera slow-mo through which one of them it was funny my the first one i ever got i was actually driving like maybe five miles an hour And I went over the hill and it still showed the slow motion camera. And I'm like, that was the most like awful, like (laughs) camera work, like Michael Bay looking (laughs) close up. I have never seen. It was crazy. (laughs) It just happened to be
1: in the right spot. Yeah. I mean, I, I only did a few because I normally just like I would find them out in the open and I wouldn't have a car. and There'd be no car nearby. And I'm like, I don't care enough. Right. Oh, I don't know if you saw this, but there's certain buildings in this game that spawn enemies that you can blow up. And then the enemies don't spawn anymore in that area. It's in bases when the alarm's on. They look the like little, little barracks from Command and Conquer. Oh, what are they wearing? Grenades or something? Like you said they blow up or? Oh, they're buildings. Oh, buildings. I thought you said people. I'm like, oh, no. I mean, they people spawn people. But <laughs> if you blow up the buildings, <laughs> the people won't spawn from them during the alarm.
0: Oh, okay. No, I don't think I got to think about it. I
1: caught it by accident because I was running by and also I watched a guy come out of it. So then I set the building oh. on fire. Oh, okay. But they That's don't true. come off as targets. Okay. There's also one mission you have to blow up a freaking rocket. I don't remember if yeah. it was a story mission or if it was a side mission, but I know I blew up a few different I blew up a rocket at least once.
0: I don't think I ran into that either. So again, okay, probably yeah, a side was quest. A side, that, so I was gonna uh, say probably again, a side quest. Also makes sense because that's what they were doing at this time. Yeah. A lot of the over the top stuff. So it just
1: it was just so much fun. I mean, it was such a such a good game. I mean, there was a lot of stuff I missed just because like there was a train station where I tried for probably over an hour trying to find these three damn spots. I had no idea where they were. I could not find them for the life of me. Even with the minimap, yeah,
0: it's 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 hard. They were there, but yeah. I couldn't figure out how to get on top of the train station. Well, sometimes, too, with the mini-map, it doesn't show you, like, sometimes if it's up or down. Like, if you can be right over it, and you're like, okay, apparently it's above me, or apparently below me. I don't know. It was yeah. above me somewhere. Oh, you can swim in this game, too. Yeah, I knew that, because I found that out by accident.
1: Same. I drove my car in was, the water, I
0: think. Yep, same thing. Same exact thing.
1: <laughs> I always like pointing that out, because, like, GTA 3 was, you know, you know where they, like, they made you couldn't swim. Like, oh, you can't go here, you'll die. Okay, you can't swim
0: Around no. the death, yeah. I think vice. Okay. the Same thing. You can shoot. You can take four hundred bullets, but you can't swim. Okay, that's an mm-hmm. interesting take.
1: Again, it's just limitations of the hardware. Yeah. And to lock you in places. Mm-hmm. Trying anything else that we should mention? I think that's. Anything else you want to mention about this game before we go on to I... questions, comments, or memories?
0: I don't have anything in my notes. I was I was the other notes besides what we've already talked about. Okay. Yeah, that was it. That was pretty oh, much it. Right. So I,
1: I did post in a few different groups. So let's take a look and see what I have. And I will say I really do love the whole the aesthetic of the colors. I, I wish more games would do that.
0: Yeah, it's an interesting design choice. And it was it it really hit what I think they were going for, which I really well, at least with me, it did. But it was it was I liked it a lot.
1: All right. In the first group, I posted an official laser time community. I have a few comments first from Mark Kalzer. I just remember buying it on PS3, trying to play it but finding all these graphical bugs, screen tearing and bad V-sync. I checked the form. They said the day one patch fixed all that. Only problem was this was during that time when the PSN network was down for an extended t- extended time due to the hack, and so it was impossible to download the day one patch. I've never gone back.
0: So. I remember that time. That is a very interesting time in gaming history. Wasn't it um, down like a month or something? It was. I think it was a month or two months. It was. It was. It felt like at that time because again, working forever. It was people were complaining to us all the time about it. And yeah, I I mean, you say it was like, Yeah, it was like six or seven weeks at least. So remember they had to take remember they had to take the whole network down they had to recode it because it got hacked and they had to go back and do everything on the back end and then they relaunched it. It was a while. I don't remember exactly what the net, no that's a good point that you couldn't download the patches for any of these games that were coming out.
1: I forgot about that. I I only had a 360 at the time so I didn't care. I was like, "Oh, that's nice." I can play my
0: 360 just fine. Yeah, I never owned it on PS3. I only had on 360, so I don't remember that. So I played just fine on my copy, but has a little bit of screen tearing. Not a lot. I don't know if the day one patch necessarily fixed everything, but oh, it got, I didn't for sure. I played it on PC and there was a lot of graphical issues. Yeah, yeah. I just don't care. I, I'm the same way. I could play a game 20 years ago. It doesn't matter. To me.
1: It doesn't it doesn't bother me as long as it doesn't affect my gameplay. Right. And I don't care about achievements anymore, so I don't even care if achievements are glitched out. I mean, I would okay, would have been nice to have achievements. I, w- I might have blown up more stuff, but Gog didn't have achievements, so I just was like, okay, I'm done.
0: Yeah, one of the achievements, I know one of the—I forget the exact number of times, but, you, you know, when you idle, he uh, Sean starts smoking a cigarette. There is an achievement in the game for smoking, I forget how many cigarettes, but it's enough for you to have to, like, leave your system on and just kind of let him— <laughs> smoke cigarettes, which I thought was an interesting achievement at the time. I'm like, okay, that's something you have to literally just turn your Xbox and leave it on, which will, again, just fry your Xbox at the time, you know, the Red Ring of Death and all uh-huh. that. Sure that would have just murdered your Xbox if you were trying to do it.
1: I remember I bought the fan attachment that I'm pretty sure did nothing, the third-party one that you plugged into the back of your Xbox. Yep. I used to sit there and touch it with my hand. If it got too hot, I'd, I'd turn it off after like an hour. <laughs>
0: yeah, I'm surprised that thing didn't melt on your Xbox. because Those things were freaking hot.
1: Mm-hmm. And I was in a bait. Oh, I wasn't a ba- I was in a hot room too. I was in a basement, but it wasn't. It wasn't cool. Like I, my first time playing 360, probably would have played this game. But maybe I'm even on a tube TV. So wow, uh, I'll never forget. I played Red Dead Redemption on a little 20 inch tube TV. It didn't well, look that.
0: Yeah, I mean the game's still great, but yes, no,
1: that, I'm sure it didn't look the greatest. No. And another comment from Steven Strom. Oh, thanks for mentioning It's on GOG. I've been meaning to revisit this one for years and never found enough of motivation to plug in my PS3 again. Lots of interesting things in this one. I remember them having a monochrome look when an uncontrolled area of the open world. And he also says, I started a game where you are a race car race card race was very boring, though. I honestly, I played up until roughly the point where you find the black and white mechanic and then stop playing because I was bored of racing cars. That's, like, the only racing thing, too. After yeah, that, I there's they, really nothing.
0: Very yeah, you're saying, as we were saying earlier, there's only, what, two or three that are required in the game, which is sad because, again, like if you do go back to play it, with Steven? You said his name was? If you go back and play it, you know, try to get past that part. You won't have to deal with that very much, but
1: the yeah, game is only twice. playing. Yeah, There's there are only three optional races. Uh, a good buddy of mine, Michael Hughes, who's on the show quite often, we were talking, and he's like, he doesn't like racing open world game. I'm like, there's only, and I was telling him, like, there's only three races in this game that are, that are optional, and two that are mandatory, and one, you automatically win in the beginning of the game, that's it. Yeah, yeah, because you get your tires shot out, so you, there's no way to actually win. Yeah, you, you, like, it's not, I mean, but again, when you think open world game, you think, you know, lots of racing, because that's what the tried and true method was at the time. Right, they want you to do, yeah. And one from Adam Hackworth. I've never played it, but was working at GameStop when this came out. I love the idea of the world being black and white and changing the color as you defeated Nazis.
0: Oh, <laughs> well, here's, here's
1: one from Skylar Spear. I remember the gang having a fun time covering on the old show when it came out. Happier than a cat with a cream flavored arsehole.
0: Wait, is that, I think that's one of the things Sean does say. <laughs> it, is,
1: it is like yeah. the same thing I open it up in for a penny. Or in for the penny, in for the fucking pound. Like, just the <laughs> stupid shit they would, he would say. I'm like, this is hilarious.
0: I wish I would have just recorded his one-liners and just, like, have them as my, like, ringtone. I'm like, On a soundboard? Yeah, exactly. Where we could just press a button and, and read them. It fucking
1: hilarious.
0: Yeah, like, he, was, I, he was awesome. From Paul
1: Duffy, I love this game. I get why it didn't land. If you're going to waste my time with the typical open-world BS, may as well involve fucking up Nazis.
0: All right. Cure words have never been spoken. <laughs>
1: And from Rhett Leach, did you buy the Project $10 DLC? I did not.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, the,
1: game. the game is super fun. Shame the EA Play version doesn't work on modern CPUs. That's shitty if that's true. Like I, did, I, I haven't heard that, but. I mean, GOG worked fine, but GOG is good. But I wouldn't be surprised that EA has, just doesn't give a shit. They
0: don't. I mean, not about something like this. I mean, they shut down the studio. They don't care. No, they'll just be releasing Just Dance. Um... Isn't that Ubisoft? Or oh, No, you're you're correct. What's the game that EA... Well, besides Madden, I don't count. Battlefield. <laughs> Battlefield. There you go. They do love I'm their Battlefield. Of, oh, yes. You're you're correct.
1: I don't play many of them. Every so often, I buy one. Like I bought Battlefield Bad Company 2, but Life I thought fun. it was being delisted. Yeah. Well, I'm a sucker for delisting. If you're going to delist it and you're going to put it on a deep discount, I will pick it up for deep discount. Yes. Yes, same. And last comment from this group from Andrew Harbour. Pandemic Studios were so fucking great. You are right.
0: I agree. They had some great Bangers, as they put them. Not any. I, a
1: lot. I don't think I played a lot. Oh, they did Destroy All Humans. I never played those yet.
0: They had because they had the mercenaries. They had the um. kind of thing. Warrior games. They did yeah. Star Wars Battlefront
1: 2 and 1. Oh, I didn't realize that was them.
0: Yeah. I okay. looked it up earlier and I forgot all the actual
1: games that
0: they came out with. And Over they the Rings Conquest was a pretty good game.
1: Oh, and they did. Yeah. Lord of the Rings Conquest. They did also 2009. OK, I played that. I didn't care for it much, but.
0: It was okay, like it wasn't my favorite, but it, for an RTS, I guess it was okay.
1: Huh. And they were also working on a Batman game before they were cancelled. Okay. And from another group, the I watched the entire Overblood Super Replay group, I have from Neo Hackle, killing Nazis is something everyone can enjoy. It's like 75% of the appeal of Sniper Elite, which I never played, actually.
0: I, I got tired of those games, yeah. I played Sniper Elite 2 a lot, and then I just. Oh, yeah. right. And Jerry
1: Floyd definitely didn't buy the Boobies DLC. Definitely didn't do that as a teenager. <laughs> And from Sebastian Games, do you have any memories of playing the game back when it came out? I think we kind of touched on that earlier. Yeah. Well, you did, because you worked at a GameStop.
0: Yeah. I re- I just remember buying it day one and not knowing really what it was. It just looked cool. And I was like, all right, this looks awesome. Oh, plus at GameStop, I mean, you guys got some discount, didn't you? Yeah. We got 10, 10% off, I think it was, or maybe 15%. It's been a couple of years since I worked Were you a manager? Or just yeah. A- yeah okay. I was a store, ma- store manager for 18 years, yeah.
1: I've heard but, good um, things. Especially during this era, like the guys, some of the guys you used to work with were also previous store managers, and they were telling me how they like, you know, you go to a, you go to like some like marketing thing, you get a bunch of like free stuff that you want to all ship
0: all the time. Yeah. They would send us to, at that time, it was Las Vegas. We'd go to Las Vegas every year around October, September, October, and go to like conventions. And basically, they'd let us play games early. They would talk about the games coming out. They would give us free stuff. And I enjoyed that part. That was not the part I hated about the job, but no, um, I was, I... yeah. I'm assuming it. Were
1: you were probably gone before the circle of life, before oh, all that. Crap. No,
0: I was there. I was there for. Oh, that. you're still there for there. that. I was there for the middle. I've only been gone for about two and a half years, years from there. Okay. I've never. I
1: actually applied for GameStop. <laughs> Would have been probably around this time, but they didn't hire me because I also worked at Babies or else Like, oh, it's a conflict of interest. I'm like, oh, I was like, I'll quit Babies or else You'll hire me. I don't want to
0: work there. I just need a job. Like, I'm not quitting until you hire me. Yeah, I know. It's it's one of those things. It's like I need something else lined up before I just like.
1: Yeah, it was it was so. And I quit shortly after that anyway. He got
0: a different job, but it was just so stupid because I remember I knew the guy. I used to talk to him every week. Yeah, and I think that's that's the one thing about, like, I know there's a lot of bad press about GameStop. The one thing I missed from that job and that I can say is is stuff like what we're doing right now, being able to talk to people about games that people are excited about or older games or whatever. That's the one thing I do miss about the job is the customers and stuff was also my favorite part, being able to like, I mean, talk to people. I miss the era
1: of that GameStop because I used to go in and I would come in, like, go in, like, 20 bucks, and just dig through their bins, and I would find the like randomest shit for 360 and just buy it. And yeah, I got some really random titles that I've never played and probably never will, but I remember being so excited like El, Sh- El Shaddai, Ascension of the Metacron, yeah, 99 Nights. Just random yeah. games that I bought. It's a
0: lot of under the radar games. El Shaddai has actually shot up in price. I know that game became like super rare for some reason and yeah, it, like was worth some money. It's <laughs> it crazy, yeah. But I mean, I-, I missed that. Like,
1: I loved GameStop at the time I don't go in them anymore because it's just like every I go there every so often like I went there recently to buy buy my son a game and I was in there like oh do you want to renew your program I'm like at one time guys you had me for years I'm like I just I don't I don't come here enough
0: yeah, yeah, that uh, that's the same. They know me too because they know I used to be the manager of that store, and they still try <laughs> to get me to get warranties and stuff. I'm like, guys, I take care of my stuff. I will never touch another human's hands. You're you're fine. I don't need a warranty for my game. Thank you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, my thing used to be like I won't even get to the game by the time the warranty's up if I ever even <laughs> play it. Like, right? And I used to buy stuff.
0: Yeah, I'm the same way. I have games that are not opened on my on my uh on my uh wall right now. Same.
1: <laughs> and the last group I have comments from the Giant Bomb group. Uh, first from chris wait god this was always a game i wanted to to play but now i just don't have the spare time but it's, it's always been on my list during that gen right and from nathan goal i love this game it's such a good time uh from patrick levette in for the penny in for the fucking pound
0: <laughs> <laughs> i love that stupid line how it came up all the time too it, that was his uh his go-to like that's a yeah. one-liner that's gonna be on his gravestone when he dies yeah
1: <laughs> and from John Silverman, I don't much like GTA-style games or open-world games in general, but I played the hell out of this, and I played again all the way through if it's all, if it's on backward-compatible, which it is,
0: right? Um, yeah, it is. Yep. I don't know. Well, no, PS... I don't know if it's on... Well, no, it won't be. I was going to say on the PlayStation Plus, the um, new uh, whatever they, they have, call it, the service.
1: Yeah. They wouldn't put
0: this on there. They yeah, barely, I, I was going to say. They don't have anything... Like, they barely even put their own games on there, if I've remember, if I've heard right. Not very many. No, I was going to say, they, they add stuff very slowly <laughs> as of right now. But yeah, it is backwards compatible on the Xbox One X. I'm not playing it on the Series X or whatever. the. New- I've
1: kind of... I don't even care when consoles do stuff like that, because I just... There's other ways to play games. And as yeah. PCs keep getting better and emulation changes, I'm like, I could play it other ways. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm pretty sure a Steam Deck can play 360 PS3 games. So, yeah. So I'm you should be able to. I, I know it can play some PS3. It can play Metal Gear Solid 4 very badly. I know that. But that game is.
0: Yeah, that's like the benchmark for whatever reason for PS3 is like, if it can run Metal Gear Solid 4, that is the game it, it can run Nothing anything. can run Metal Gear Solid 4. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, it's it, it's an amazing game, but yeah. Yeah,
1: that's why I wish I could re released. Okay, a couple more from Alex Hartnett solid open world game with killing Nazis. I would love a remake with modern streamlined gameplay. Pandemic Shadows really got shafted and I'd love to see a remake reboot of this and Mercenaries one. We never will. From J.R. Trimpey: played the shit out of this. Taking out Nazis is always a great idea from Michael Wagner. I played this on both 360 and PS3. I love this game. Love that game so much. OK, here's one we, we, we can talk about. From Sean Krillick. Love this game so much. I remember the music being killer. Old timey jazz.
0: Yeah, we didn't talk about the music much. No, No, I,
1: I enjoy the music. Yeah, I did too. I did too. It really fit the atmosphere of what you're, of going for the 40s.
0: Especially even like when you're in the uh, burlesque or whatever, the strip club at the beginning, you know, the,
1: the girls singing and
0: stuff like that. It it fits the, it fits the tone of the game. Yeah. That era.
1: and And that's always good. I had a very, like when I first started the game off and you go in the, you go in the strip club. And you have all the Nazis sitting there. The first thing that came to my mind was Figaro and Final Fantasy VI when the Imperials take over. Oh yeah. <laughs> that's the first thing that popped in my head when I walked in there because I, I love Final Fantasy VI to death, one of my yeah. early game gaming memories. And that's the first thing that went in my head is all the and I'm like, okay, this makes sense. Like it made the Imperial thing make, you know, you're going for Nazi references. I probably didn't catch I didn't catch when I was, you know, five years old, six years old, whenever I played that game the first
0: time. They still like. go too. If you go onto the stage, they will start b- booing. Try that. That was oh, I, I didn't do that.
1: I did try to kill him, and it, you can't do anything. Yeah, They'll just offstage. So it's <laughs> I wanted to kill everybody. <sighs> and then a couple more from Adrian Theobald. Loved this game back in the day. Severely underrated gem. Oh, okay. And this one from Paul Eng- and It's on PC Game Pass. I have it installed, and we'll play it after I finish up Nino Kunai. So that's cool. Another way to play it then. Yeah. I'm always happy when there are other ways to play games for people because not a lot of people will go back and play something old. Like I don't expect yeah. someone to pull out your 360 or PS3 and play this, or even or try to track this down. I mean, you can't hit a GameStop anymore, but like if you go on eBay
0: or something and try, like but, that's that's a different thing for people. Yeah, trying to find a physical copy of can with used GameStops or Game Shops and stuff like that. But yeah, no, I agree. I, that's why I mean, I'm 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 for digital, but I also I hate digital in that sense that they can be like, okay, you know what, we're not really we're gonna delist this game. It's not gonna be available anymore. Um, especially a game like this. You know, I'm glad that. People are able to play it because you should play it if you haven't played it. Because again, 2007 was a great year, or sorry, 2009 was a great year for video games. So there was a lot of other games out at the time. So I'm sure this just got kind of lost by the wayside, you know?
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. And it, hell, like I said, it holds up. Like it yeah.
0: was still, it was a great
1: time. And I can just imagine, like, this game had been cleaned up more. They were able to put more patches and clean up all the glitches, like, and add DLC and add other stuff. Because at the time in 2009, you would have, we would have had DLC. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because everything had DLC at this time.
0: Oh yeah, it would have every shitty game. Had...
1: <laughs> so yeah, it's just kind of a, it's just really a pity. And before we go to our last segment, I do want to give out a free Steam code. So it's because I have a bunch and I need to get rid of them off my phone. Okay. So uh, we're gonna good. give away. Let's give away Zombie Driver HD for Steam. The Steam code is zero A Z E P Z J D. Z three six J four W zero. So that is the steam code for zombie driver HD. And if that doesn't work, try. Oh, I think it's a zero, but try oh. <laughs> It doesn't work. Pretty sure it's a zero. Good luck. <sighs> I didn't get it. I mean, if anybody wants zombie driver HD, it came in a I- fanatical bundle. So I did buy that game actually on Xbox live marketplace many, many years ago. I
0: don't even know what that is. I didn't even know. I've never even heard of it.
1: I it's a it. top down driving game on oh. Xbox live originally. Okay. The only reason I know it, really, because I bought it on one of those sales. I bought everything on sale. I remember my son, who was like five at the time, every so often, he loved play-through. He would pick it up and start to play it just and laugh just because I'd get mad and make it turn off. So, he used to do that on purpose, just to irritate me <laughs> when he was five. That's fun. so, funny. <laughs> but that's my only recall realization with like, remembrance of that game. I never played it. But, alright, that brings us to our last segment, shelf, stack, or box. Shelf being something you really like, stack being something you like, but just not as much, and box being something you dislike, and I'll go first. This is obviously going to go in the shelf, I had a great time. I couldn't put down this game. I just wanted to keep playing. That doesn't happen every day on the show. Like I, this was a game that I had to uninstall. I had to put down because after I beat it, I kept playing it. I'm like, you have to play Zelda Oracle Ages. You have to play Final Fantasy VIII. You have other stuff you have to do that's going to be due on the show sooner than later. Like, and that I, that's the equivalent of how much I was having so much fun in this game. I didn't want to stop. So definitely go on the shelf and I'm so glad I got to replay it.
0: Uh, what about you? i agree shelf it again if you are into hitman grand theft auto assassin's creed that type of gameplay open world game definitely give it a try um as we were saying the game is very old but it is definitely okay. worth your time it's very is very is, very, is h- held up in my eyes for time you know all the different issues they've had with that studio and everything closing down but game is amazing i agree with mike you should definitely check it out great
1: and I actually, since you keep bringing up Hitman, I actually have never played a Hitman game. But when I was playing this, I also own one of the Hitman games like Absolution on GOG. And it kept telling me, you should play this.
0: You should play this. <laughs> and I'm like, damn it. You have me curious now, GOG. It's it, it's definitely it's only because of the um, changing outfits and having to go in stealth and you can just sneak by. People. That's it. But it, it was very Hitman-esque because you can literally just knock someone out, take their clothes and move on. With but I, I do have Hitman 1 and 2, the newer ones that came out. Yeah. It's it more like that actually supposed to be
1: on the show but then one of the co-hosts at the time quit the show so i took it off but i bought it for 30 dollars, which i never pay that much for a game (laughs) so (laughs) i've been meaning to play it it got me thinking like
0: "Hmm, maybe i should play those hitbag games one day yeah they're fun they're uh, they're hit or miss like you're either gonna love it or you're gonna hate it that's what i found out like i love certain ones and i hate other ones there's no middle ground usually
1: i like stealth when it's good i mean i didn't like stealth in this game because the stealth wasn't good but i do like
0: stealth in general yeah, Hitman's very good, but it's very stealth. Like, it's really hard if you if you're seen to escape. I mean, you can, but it's very hard. You will die quickly. You don't have to just drive out of the circle. Uh, no, no, <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> no.
1: All right, and I should mention. I want to mention what's going to be on next week's episode. Uh, next week, you can hear us talk about the Legend of Zelda Oracle of Ages. I'm going back to those Game Boy Color games I've never beat. So you will hear us all talk
0: about that one next week. And Keith, where can people find you at? You can find me at InsideTheBunker.net. If you guys want to subscribe to my YouTube channel, I would definitely appreciate it. We go to conventions, actually horror conventions, comic conventions, uh, video game conventions, anything you can possibly imagine. We film, um, share all those cool um, places that you guys can't visit year-round. So uh, we would definitely appreciate it. And um, I have enjoyed being on the show, Mike. I really am thankful. Thank you for having me. Of course. And
1: thank you for responding to the call on Twitter. (laughs) Twitter actually worked out for a change. Oh, yeah. Oh, Twitter. (laughs) If you enjoyed this episode, there's over 450 other episodes of this podcast. You can find everything on Podbean. You can go on our website, type in a movie, type in a game, search it, and it will let you search. And if we did do something on it, it will pop up. So definitely go try that. I mean, we don't have any other Nazi-killing things I can recommend. But (laughs) definitely go check out all that. At some point, Indiana Jones will be on this podcast. I can guarantee you that. So not yet, but someday. We'll do a movie review. So definitely just go look on there. You can find everything we do. We do have a Patreon if you want to support the show. We do a Patreon poll. You can vote. You'll see a link in the show notes. A little dog you can vote in our poll. Right now, the current poll is what Tim Curry movies Mike has not seen. It's the worst Witch, Rocky Horror Picture Show, Treasure Muppet Island, and The Legend. So you get to vote, and there's also another poll to bring back some more recovered episodes. So definitely go check that out for the month of April. And we do have a Discord. If you want to chat with us, you'll see a link in the Discord or in the link in the show notes to join our Discord. And I want to give a shout out to my awesome intro and outro courtesy of Helena at Hell Fear. You can follow her on TikTok. And I want to give a shout out to my buddy Bill Tucker who did the MCU movies with me. Definitely go check him out. You'll see a link in the show notes for his podcast too. A Gamer Looks at 40. And please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and on YouTube. And I think that's everything I need to say. So we will see you guys all next time. Bye, everybody.